0: Hello everyone, and welcome back. Passion and desire are topics that come up a lot in my client sessions. There seems to be a sense of loss and grief that starts to decline several months into the relationship. What is sexual desire? It is that strong feeling of wanting to sexually engage with a certain someone. Some might say it's an out of control emotion. I personally describe it as a want and a need mixed together. It's a high, but it's a high that is not meant to last. In fact, passion starts to decline from the moment it begins. It has a lifeline anywhere between six months to a year, and maybe two. So why are we so hung up on desire and passion when it has a short lifeline? Let me start by how desire and passion are marketed to us. In every song, there's an expression of passion somehow. Think of some of the lyrics in many songs that are among the lines of I wish things could go back to the way they were, or when we would kiss and the world would stand still, or something among those lines. Music speaks to our soul, and when the words about wanting, aching, and longing for someone are on repeat, it imprints in us, and that manifests in believing that these feelings are what true love should be. And anything less isn't real. But do we ever hear about songs about intimacy and pleasure? Hardly, if ever. Let's touch a bit on desire. There are two types of desire. Emily Nagoski, a famous sex educator, put it simply for us to understand. There is a spontaneous desire that usually appears at the beginning of a relationship. You know, when you can't wait to jump the other person and you're literally all over each other. And then there is responsive desire, which is when a partner makes the effort to be intimate with their partner and the other partner responds to that effort. In both cases, Sex can be pleasurable. So what happens to our sex life after passion declines? Intimacy and pleasure are two main pillars in a relationship from day one. We are fixated on sex being about passion that the minute it fades, we begin to assume that something is wrong and we hunt for it again. We forget about the main reasons why we are having sex to begin with. We have sex for pleasure. It's for connection. Of course, I'm generalizing because sometimes people have a different agenda. But if individuals in a relationship have physical attraction to one another and share the same values and wants, then, in quotes, the rest of our lives together means more than the first three months, six months, or even the first year. It actually means you're my ride or die. And I read a beautiful quote that said something like, forever can sometimes be a commitment rather than a feeling. And I thought that was so beautiful. When passion takes a back seat, it doesn't mean that it is lost. It means that it is shifting as the relationship develops. Think about it. When a relationship moves past the stage of passion, the individuals involved relax more and they go back to being more of the people they used to be before they met. That stage can still be very exciting because individuals are still getting to know one another. Every day we change. So therefore, every day, there is something new to discover about the person we are with. While spontaneous desire takes a back seat, responsive desire is now the driver of their sex life. This starts to feel more like effort. Effort was always a key factor. When you get ready for a night by showering and paying attention to the smallest details of shaving and how you want to smell and dress, that is effort. So why do we slack off when effort requires us to be a little bit more creative, to feel horny with our significant other? Why do we like easy come so much and dwell about easy go when we refuse to put in the work required? In the end, look at the big picture. We have sex for pleasure and pleasure requires effort. The effort we put in knowing our body and the effort we put into making our partner feel good while we are intimate is what defines a good experience. Thank you and see you next time.